0: Welcome back and happy Friday, you beautiful humans. I'm in such a just excited and fun mood today, and I feel like that is very much in part that I'm here joined by beautiful Brandy Knight. Welcome.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a fucking honor.
0: Likewise. Likewise. I remember when we first connected over a Zoom call, and I just enjoyed being in your space. and. In your energy. So I'm just very grateful that we can have this conversation, which I believe will be one of depth. Um, And, you know, I love to dive deep. So thank you for bringing this topic to the forefront. (laughs) Uh, My pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, Let's start with kind of breaking down this title because I was saying to you before, I feel like people could see the title of this interview and be like, okay, this is interesting, but what does this really mean? So let's start with just the laws of polarity on this planet and like what that actually means.
1: Got it. I love it. Perfect place to start. I feel. So let's compare the polarity law of this planet. Cause it's going to be a different experience on a different planet, just like gravity. Let's just compare it to gravity. We could go farther and compare it to the law of attraction, but let's get even more simple in gravity, right? So, you know, if we want to stay in the air, like I want to be, I want to fly, There's ways that you can fly, but you're not going to stay up in the air forever because there are ingredients that are needed (laughs) to be, also needed to be replenished if you're going to be in the air. So you can't, you're not just going to, it's just not for us, us humans on this earth, and for for a lot of good reasons. So same thing with polarity, where um, having everyone be on the exact same page, doing the exact same things, feeling the same ways, thinking the same ways, is just as futile as wanting to be in the air on planet earth 100% of the time.
0: Oh, okay, I'm. I'm already excited. Um, I've thought about this a lot with emotions, uh, also with perceptions, opinions, and beliefs. If we all thought the same exact thing, God, this would be a boring place to live. Dude, honestly. And I always see an indicator of a healthy society, one where we have so many differing opinions, so many differing personalities, there's uniqueness to all of us. And we just kind of own that. Um, So let's go into like what spiritual sustainability is, because these two pieces are really playing a role, especially right now.
1: Yeah, awesome. You know, I just started revisiting my um, hypnotherapy uh, education. So I was because I, you know, I'm, I studied that and I continue to study it. It's it's such a beautiful tool that can really be um, supportive here when we're talking about spiritual sustainability versus (laughs) something else. (laughs) So what spiritual sustainability means to me is I am free to do me and to highlight my own values within a specific path or purpose. Okay. So where we might not see that, and this can be a dicey topic, but where we might not see that are man-made religions, Mm -hmm. where we might not see that are, certain areas of, um, I mean, we could even bring in politics. I don't want to, but you know, these are, these are the different kind of containers where we might not see sustainability and celebration of independence. So spiritual sustainability means are you doing the internal work, the real deep work in order to show up as you? Or are you emulating? Are you contorting your behavior? Are you going against your values in order to fit in to anything? So that's kind of a little bit of a dip of the toe of what spiritual sustainability means for me.
0: Yeah, and I like like bringing it to values because I think this is something that really relates to the individual. And when we're asking ourselves, what are our values, we're not asking ourselves to say, what are the values that are someone else's that I'm accepting? It's just, what is for me? What is mine? What is true for me? And personally, like this last year and a half has, I believe, guided us all back to asking ourselves those questions if we're ready for it.
1: Mm I, I love that. And just um, so bringing in the polarity piece is that values could suck, meaning they could be really self-limiting. So if I have a value that if I have a core belief or value that I can't do something by myself, that I need an external circumstance to take care of my basic needs, when there's some sort of... I'll call it an agenda, whether it's through a church or whether it's not, or, you know, it could be anything sweeps through, there's nothing that can um, override someone's core values and those roots that are set if they're not already there. So values could be something that like, you know, I honor me or family, you know, whatever. It could be high, high vibe, or it could be really low vibe. And right now we're seeing a lot of people, (laughs) Uh, stick to their values, whether it's beneficial to them or not. Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. And since we're both kundalini yogis, I do love to talk about the the age of Aquarius versus the age of Pisces. And Mm -hmm. this time that we're really living in is a time of sovereignty of coming back to ourselves and not always listening to um, authorities and figures that have been there uh, for centuries or establishments that have been there for a very long time And they've been indicating society's beliefs and society's values. And we're at this really crucial time in history where we're being invited to ask ourselves these questions. You know, what, how do I feel? What are my emotions? And how can I regulate them myself and come back to myself? And I know this is like part of your work. So I would love for you to share a little bit about how you got into this work and what you do now. Yeah
1: you know, I got into this line of work being like, you know, healing arts and Kundalini yoga, uh, because I was a client. I was a person who was wanting to rip my skin off because I was so backlogged with generations and possible lifetimes of pent up emotions. Cause I was terrified. I was a ter- I was terrified of what I was feeling. I was terrified of my own power. Polarity, right? I was terrified to fail. I was terrified to succeed, and then it got to a place where I had had enough, and that's that's the important piece. And you touched on it, you know, if people are ready and how they're ready is you got to get to that place where enough is enough. And I got to that place, and I leaned into naturopathic medicine, and I leaned into um, uh, network spinal analysis, and I leaned into uh, and theta healing, and all these different modalities that encouraged and created a container for responsible emotional release. And this, I feel, is a real Piscean misconception that um, neutrality is the name of the game and how you get there is by suppressing your emotions. (laughs) And I'm here to call bullshit because what happens is when we suppress our emotions, and people might not know this, we create chemicals in our system like cortisol. Cortisol is proven to cause cancer or autoimmune disorder. Because everything in our system all 10 or 11 realms, bodies, whatever, uh, are connected. When there's an imbalance in one, there's going to be an imbalance in all. And so when I compare it to almost like, you know, when people get a cold, right? We're exposed to something that's not beneficial to our system. So our our system creates a symptom to purge it. The symptom isn't necessarily the illness. It is your body's response to creating balance. And so we're really seeing this right now on the planet as well. When we have a suppression of emotion, there's going to be an over-response in order to purge the system and create balance once again. So we have to have this emotional release at uh, responsible, emotional release that doesn't look like temper tantrums. It doesn't look like everybody being on the same page. And if they're not, I'm going to be fucking pissed. I'm going to try to make it happen and bring control into this, into the circumstance. Right? That's not what it looks like. What it looks like is fists of fucking anger. What it looks like is my, um, uh, 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 my different techniques. I'm not a doctor, but I have some brilliant techniques that I have developed. Through my studies and through my own my own stuff it's it's screaming it's getting it out it's pounding your fists it and then in the pivoting into joy right pivoting into joy and kudalini brings that to us healing arts brings that to us but it's the action piece you have to bring bring it out of here and into the body um and and i'm just going to recenter for a second the aquarian age is about action The Aquarian age is about expression. The Aquarian age is heart, it's heart chakra. Mm.
0: I see there's a a misconception on healing that it's beautiful and rainbows and only daisies, but to bring back the aspects of polarity, to me, healing is deeply messy. It's cathartic, it's uncomfortable, it's not always beautiful. Sometimes it's crying, kicking, screaming, not not understanding what you're feeling, but uh, understanding that you are feeling something, right? Because that's the understanding of the emotion. Um, I'd love to hear from you what you see people's healing journeys like these days, once they understand how to regulate their emotions, or at least just understand emotions.
1: What I'm seeing is um, for the people that are in that space of "I'm enough is enough, I'm ready." It's lightning speed in comparison to my uh, maybe some other offerings that are out there. <clears throat> uh, the clients that I draw in and the work that's important to me um, as as a healer is I don't want to waste time with any unnecessary Piscean Age spiritual bullshit. I'm not here to tell you that everything's okay the way they are right now, but I am here to say that you have to accept where you are right now, and through that acceptance, there's the okay, there's the love, but then we raise the standard to fill the tank, to have the energy to go through a purging process that yes, looks like tears and screaming and crying. It could also look like barfing, diarrhea, drooling, snotting, trembling, you know, te- uh, tetany. You know, oftentimes when people are going, and this happens in Kundalini too, uh, it's a lockup. And that's the, that's the poison leaving your system in on a physiological level so it it's not it's not gorgeous it's not you know fairies in the meadow it can be but it's polarity planet if you want that you gotta fucking release the tether that's keeping you from it and that's the emotional purge
0: something that's always interested me about your work is how you call yourself the oh my gosh i'm gonna uh Something exorcist. Tell me why can't I say it right yeah, now? Yeah,
1: so the esoteric exorcist. And so that was um I added the esoteric, but I was, you know, through for years, like, God, that was like an exorcism. Your work's like it's like a fucking exorcism. <laughs> <laughs> and then I realized like, oh my gosh, it is. You know, you could call it evil, you could call it whatever you want. I don't necessarily use those words. Mm-hmm but you can, I mean, it really is kind of just the same, it's the same stuff. You know, there's there's emotional content and energetic content that is connected to any point of focus. And what we know by law of attraction that anything we focus on long enough becomes, it's how we manifest. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when we're focused and trained to focus in a very fearful, lack, self-limiting way, paired with this misconception that true strength is holding it in and pretending you're okay, right? So backlogged emotion, lying, right? Compared with that. Then you're, I mean, we're so many of us are just packed to the gills of, of poison, what some people would consider evil.
0: Hmm. I remember when I was, I think, 11, my mom was in a a bike accident and she broke her neck and I was told to go to therapy and I did not want to talk about how I was feeling. Like it was a complete shutdown of not wanting to say that I was unsure of how I was feeling. And I don't even know exactly where that seed was planted, but it was planted and it's so interesting to look back now and be this person who who loves to talk about my emotions, who loves to talk about the messiness of it all. But where do you think for most people we have this idea that, I guess, addressing that we aren't okay isn't safe?
1: Yeah. All the work that I do, because I do a lot of DNA work and, um, you know, uh, I call it multi-life as opposed to like past or future. That linear time. Uh, um, I look at the imprinting that's in the genetics and I look at the imprinting that's in the DNA, and um, all, I mean, across the board, we're seeing the survival mode that never got um, or that has yet to be liberated into thrival mode. And so there's real deal times that we needed survival mode. I say we meaning like our generations, right? Or our, 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 all the other lives where we were getting chased in the woods by bears or, you know, the, the great depression or the different wars on the planet, you know, whatever, you know, whatever wars. Um, we could go, we could go way, way, way back in history. Um, because of that tight hold of, of fear you know it I, I see I see where it comes from in the sense that at that time it probably wasn't safe to literally stop and cry. Mm. There might not have been time to stop and cry. Or if there was time to stop and cry, potentially people were getting killed. And I also see this with people that have gotten into you know severe, attacks that lose consciousness before they were able to complete the fear expression cycle. And so what that literally means is like, ah, you know, whatever, whatever that expression is. And so if someone, whoops, if someone was killed before they were able to kind of fight for their lives, that gets imprinted in the DNA. Mm -hmm. So that's why so many of us that are here right now it's so intense when we're doing this work because we're not just purging our stuff from this life. We're here to heal the generations. And that's where Kundalini is so helpful is because we are healing the generations past in future and present. However you want to look at that.
0: Yeah. It's so, it's really fascinating to me and it just, it just makes sense that we maybe in the past, in different generations, didn't have the space or consciousness level to understand that we could move through emotions and work with them and befriend them, as I like to say. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that like we as a, a population now are becoming more conscious of the ability to understand that we live on a polarity planet and also regulate our emotions?
1: We're gonna invite, we have a little invitation here. <laughs> Prior to a year ago, there was a sense of having more time. And now the pressure's on, not just what's happening on the planet, but it really goes beyond we don't have more time. And even if you don't understand that, you feel it. And we're seeing it on the planet and it could look like I need something outside of me to save the day or I need to go internal to save my own day. But then when we save our own day, we're actually, I mean, it's so much bigger than us. And so I don't think it's as as simple as I'm sick of this. I want more. If you're here on the planet now, you are part of something so important.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And something I've thought about a lot in this past year is death. And, you know, we see this all over the news death counts. And, you know, that's a whole other story about media companies promoting and showing us those numbers right. but I think what's really come up is people are faced with the thought of death in their face literally in their face it's right next to them and maybe they've lived in this western civilization where we've you know not had too many threats in our lives and it's finally in our face yeah
1: or is it hmm. depends Right? It's kind of of like that, you know, or is it? Whenever we go outside of ourselves for security, it will not be sustainable. And I will continue to repeat this. If you've been a person that has participated in going outside of yourself for security, going outside of yourself, for comfort or for healing, that creates an imbalance. And there's going to be an overexpression somewhere to create balance again. Mm -hmm. So death, we need it. We look at nature, plants, it is a natural part. I think if we take it beyond into a spiritual level, into a soul level, into an energy level, you can take it into spiritual. You can take it into physics. It's all sound, right? So it doesn't have to be anything. Oh, it could literally be like here, where here's the, you know, here's the petri dish, right? Here's the physics. Here's the equation. There's a soul equation. There's an equation for flowers. There's an equation for everything. It's all sound. It's all math. Everything's math. So when you can break it down into like kind of those mathematical facts, it can kind of take some of the fear out of death where, okay, mama needs a new suit, right? I'm getting new shoes. I'm going to get, you know, get my hair done, right? We're just like, I want a new outfit. When we can think of death as, is all right, I'm ready for an upgrade. It can take some of the the fear and the sting out of it and, and know that because Sound creates matter, and we are continuous sound all the time, that if someone in your life has made their transition, guess what? They can still hear you, and you can still hear them or feel them. I say hear because it's sound, and that's how we traditionally you know, receive sound, but it could be a tingle. It could be you know, any type of communication is still available to you. That's not spiritual. That is math.
0: Ooh, was a, a documentary on, um, I think it was on Netflix. I think it was called Surviving Death, but it was all about paranormal activity, psychic mediumship, just some really beautiful things. And many of us go to those places after someone passes because we have questions. We, we don't really know. We don't really get it. But these modalities help us understand the unseen because what's unseen is still seen within. It's still, it's still all there. Yeah. So I love your, your example of that. Um, my question for you is if you were to just close your eyes and really sit with a message that you feel humanity needs in their heart right now, what would that be?
1: When you are still that doesn't mean you're doing nothing. Let's remove the guilt and the shame around being still and around being present because when we're present, we give ourselves the opportunity to build the trust with ourselves. And when we are busy and addicted to doing, that's avoidance behavior and is the opposite of a trusting relationship with yourself. And just like anything, it starts home
0: starts here. Hmm. I love it. Currently for me, that's been a huge um, human message that I've been receiving because taking action for me is so much fun. It's so natural for me. And I, I just appreciate that every time I have conversations like this with people, it's always medicine for for me too. And I'm just so grateful that you could be here and, and share. And I would love to hear how people can enter your world and maybe just a little bit about what your sessions are like.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, You can find me on my website. It's innercalling.com I N N E R C A U L L I N G.com and all the links to my YouTube and my Instagram and Facebook, everything's there. You can contact me on my contact information's on my website. Sessions with me, one-on-one sessions with me or family, group, what have you, work sessions. First session is what's going on? What's going on? What's not working? What are you willing to do to change? Do you even want to change? Or are you here to complain about it? Because that mama doesn't bullshit. Okay. It's like, let's get like, because right, I don't play that game. I don't play that game with me, with anybody. We all have those moments, but we get brass tacks. Are you here to do the work or are you here to complain and, and bring in more bullshit for yourself? Okay. So that's first, I pair all my sessions with Kundalini Kundalini. I feel is a, a whole perfect scientific technology. And I want my clients to show up to heal themselves. I guide, you know, I'm not a doctor. I'm, I'm a, I'm a certified, you know, healer. I am certified in a bunch of different modalities. I'm not a doctor. So I'm not here to prescribe. I'm not here to, you know, to diagnose. I'm not here to tell you exactly what to do, but I am here for suggestions and to remind people that this is your choice. You're here to change. You're here to grow. Right? So that's what it looks like. Here are my suggestions. How do you feel about it? All right, here's your homework. Do it. And if you don't, then what, what's up? What's up? And then you really get, you know, so self-awareness, Accountability to, and then figure out. Like, guess what? We all have psychic medium abilities. Boom, and, and <laughs> we do. Sorry, I mean I'm special, but it's like I'm not that special. <laughs> <You know? laughs> True. Yeah. And then we play. So it's like It's like a lot of fun. We have, we have fun. We have fun. We, polarity, like, and then ha, and then and ha. And and
0: and 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 mm. I feel it so magical and. Yeah. Mm, mm. Mm-hmm. My generator uh, response is always, mm-hmm mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. That is beautiful.
1: My manifesto response is like, let's do it now. Can we do it now? Let's do it <laughs> now. Let's do it now.
0: <laughs> oh, it's time. And I just want to read this comment really quick. Melanie says, um, she says this too. Like I say, you are the healer that will push us when we need pushing. I've learned so many powerful tools to work my many emotions in healthy ways. Absolutely recommend you to anyone who is really serious about making changes within and getting serious about healing. Oh, that's beautiful. Melanie.
1: Melanie. Thank you. Thank you. Seth Mom. Yes. Melanie's a Powerhouse.
0: I love it. Oh, Melanie, we love you. And mm-hmm. from you, Brandy, any, this last minute. Yeah wisdom you're so wise so i love just hearing what comes through your vessel anything else
1: yeah thank you and also you know i'm pretty cool but i just have an ability to channel right i just channel so non non non-session channeling brandy is more like right you know that's why there's the container create the container if you're a practitioner create the container don't get the goodies away for free, right? You're allowed to have these different assets of you. It doesn't take away from anything. And remember that we're here to learn and grow. And if shit is hitting the fan, it's here for you. It's teaching you. And it doesn't take away from any of your wisdom, any of your strengths, any of your magic, any of your medicine. You're just graduating to the next level. So when you have shit hitting the fan, you go, like, yes, thank yeah. you. I created this to grow. <laughs> and then you like, Oh, yep. Nope. Yes.
0: Yes. Oh, uh, and that is the truth of the human experience. It's all of it. It is all of it. It is all yes. of it. All of it. And like, thank you for bringing this message onto the show because you know the show is all about empowerment. But it doesn't mean empowerment is all like rainbows and daisies, and that you becoming the leader of your life looks perfect. Because you're going to go through the shitstorm some days. Yeah.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs>
0: But it's all good, and I'm just gonna bring it back to the only way out is through.
1: The only way out is through. And if you need help, that's why we're here. We're here to hold your hand. We're here to hold your hand. I'm here to hold your hand.
0: Mm -hmm. 1,000%. Well, thank you so much, Brandy. I'm so grateful for you in my life, your wisdom, your words, and really your presence, because it can be felt. Far beyond just this little computer screen. <laughs> thank
1: you. Thank you.
0: Thank you. So grateful. Hmm. Thank you, everyone, so, so much for tuning in every single week when we have these just awesome interviews. Like, I'm so freaking grateful that this is part of my existence. Like, thank you, Bridget thank you for this part of it. Like, (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) I'm so, so grateful. So I hope everyone just has a great weekend. Thank you, Brandy. I love you. And I'm so grateful for you.
1: (laughs) I love you. And thank you.
0: See you later, everyone.